It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thursday, game day edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I'm your very gracious host, Eric G. If my voice sounds familiar to you, it's because I did radio in Oklahoma City for about four years. I've covered the Thunder now for five seasons. And I am now the host of the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm also working for Thunder Digest. You can hear me there once a week on the G League podcast. And I'm in the locker room. I'm at shoot-arounds. I'm at every single Thunder home game. And I do everything I possibly can to get the message that the players and the coaches want to ultimately get to the fans. And then I dissect it and tell you whether or not it's BS. We've got another great show coming up for you today. First and foremost, we are going to talk about the ramifications if Oklahoma City doesn't make the playoffs this year. And what is the bare minimum, the absolute bare minimum they can still accomplish in order for this to be successful and in order for Paul George to say, hey, I want to play with Russell Westbrook for a few more years. We'll also hear from Patrick Patterson in segment number one. He'll tell us what the Thunder need to improve on in order to get ready for the postseason And Andre Robertson, this is a guy that takes a lot of crap from fans. Is he now ultimately feeling vindicated about his spot on the roster after watching Oklahoma City struggle since his injury back in Detroit where Oklahoma City won and he hurt his knee? In segment number two, how desperate would Billy Donovan have to be in order to start Corey Brewer and... How realistic a possibility is that? Billy Donovan will tell us. We'll also hear more from Andre Robertson because this guy has had to keep himself positive and keep himself engaged. And how is he doing that? How difficult is the mental part of the game when he is sitting out? And then in the last segment, this is gonna, we're just going to have a little fun in the last segment, Patrick Patterson will tell us about the Oscars and what it means for Kobe Bryant to win an Oscar, plus Alex Abrinas, who only played 30 seconds against Houston. What is this doing to him? And we'll discuss what Billy Donovan did to another player very similar to Alex Abrinas and sort of yo-yoing him, and how much is that hurting their future. All that coming up today here on the Locked On Thunder podcast. If you are a business owner and you are targeting men between the ages of 18 and 44, then you've come to the right place. All you need to do is email David Locke, that's D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. He is the voice of the Utah Jazz and the proprietor of the Locked On Thunder Network, or excuse me, the Locked On Podcast Network. Say that, I mean, it's not like we're not a network here at Locked On Thunder. You can get us anywhere in the world, and I thank you for listening anywhere in the world. Our listening audience consists of 98% men. 80% of those are between the ages of 18 and 44. So we've got you covered on that particular demographic. Plus, I will come out to your business and host a podcast and would love nothing more than to talk to as many Thunder fans as I possibly can. And that's anywhere in the country or anywhere in the world you want me to come. I can stay for a few days 
It's all a part of what we do here at the Locked On Thunder podcast, and our rates are very affordable. So there you go. Email David Locke, D L O C K E, at gmail.com. On to the show today, segment number one. In order for this to be a successful season for the Oklahoma City Thunder, it's real easy. You have to get to the second round of the playoffs. I think that's the only thing that Paul George will accept as progress considering how difficult this year has been for Oklahoma City and them being the most disappointing team in the NBA. If you get to the second round of the playoffs, you give hope. And when Paul George sees that hope, he's going to be more likely to re-sign. If you can't give him that hope and Paul George feels that Yeah, the best we're ever going to do is maybe first round of the playoffs, then why stick around? You're not accomplishing anything. You can go to Los Angeles, and even if you're not making the playoffs, you at least get to play in your hometown, and you get to wear the uniform that you've always wanted to wear growing up. And if everybody thinks that that is not a danger because of the way the Lakers are playing right now, I would sorely disagree with you on that. I believe the Lakers are a real threat to steal Paul George, and I'm not ruling out the Clippers at this moment, as well as a handful of other teams. The Thunder just haven't shown right now, as a team, they can play as a cohesive unit, or that they can be consistent long enough for either Carmelo Anthony or Paul George to really feel like this organization is taking steps in the right direction. Then what happens to Sam Presti after this? Well, I don't see Sam Presti going anywhere. What I do see happening if the Thunder bow out in the first round or don't make the playoffs at all, is that Sam Presti goes back to his original way of thinking, which is drafting a team, building that way, getting good young players, and letting them grow together. If Sam Presti just wanted to get Russell Westbrook to sign, then he accomplished his ultimate goal. And maybe that was the goal all along. Yesterday, ESPN was discussing if whether or not the Thunder were a championship team No, the answer to that is an emphatic no. There is no way Oklahoma City would beat either Houston or Golden State right now in a seven-game series. In fact, they would still have to play Golden State in the first round if the season were to end today. And you could get a couple. I have no doubt in my mind that Oklahoma City could get a couple from both of those teams, but I don't see them getting four in any way, shape, or form. So what do they have to do to improve to get better and get ready for the playoffs, here's Patrick Patterson from Shoot Around today. Uh, main thing is just defense. Uh, we're fine offensively. We'll do a better job of collectively taking care of the ball, limiting our turnovers, taking advantage of our opportunities that present itself, and on the defense side of the ball, just carry out our schemes. Uh, be there to help trap the box. Be there to uh, stop the ball if it goes baseline. Stop the ball and pick and roll. Be aggressive and physical without fouling, and finish plays with rebounds. Same thing we've been preaching all year. Uh, we've had our moments when. We've been great. We've had great stretches. We've had our moments when we've been bad and we've lost the teams we should have beat. And uh, we've lost more games than we should have won during that stretch. But if we just uphold those teams, we just keep working at that, we just realize uh, we're a great defensive team and just get back to how we played a while back ago, we'll be fine. One of the big things missing from Oklahoma City on defense is a guy like Andre Robertson. We have seen how important he is. You want to go look at the numbers, that's fine. But I think you can just see the breakdowns on the court because there are guys that look lost and you don't have a defensive specialist that you can just stick out there right now to shut somebody down if you absolutely need it in the closing seconds of a game. And the Thunder at this point, offensively, they're they're there. They're fine. I agree with Patrick Patterson. 
But he's really the first one saying that the defense isn't there. Billy Donovan has sort of argued with that. Well, fans give Andre Robertson a lot of grief. So is he feeling vindicated now that he's out watching the Thunder struggle? No, I don't really I don't really buy into all that noise, to be honest, man. I just go out there, do my job, do what Coach asked me to do, and just fight for my teammates, honestly. Um, I play this game for fun. I don't really care about the accolades. I, care, I go out there and win, try to win every night, and... You know, help my guys any way I can, to be honest. And, uh, all the other stuff is just noise, to be honest. Probably didn't expect him to say anything different than what he did there because Andre Robertson is a good guy. But had Andre Robertson said, hell yeah, I feel vindicated, I don't think there's any way we could blame him. It is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Thank you so much for joining us today. Coming up in segment number two. We are going to hear from Billy Donovan just how desperate would he have to be to put Corey Brewer in the starting lineup and how real a thing is that? He tells us next. If you're interested between men or if you're interested in men between the age of 18 and 44 as you're This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Target demo for your business? Then we would love to help you here at LockedOnThunder.com. Email DavidLock, D-Lock, D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. He can tell you about our very reasonable rates. 80% of the folks that listen to this are between the ages of 18 and 44. Actually, 98% of the people who listen to this podcast are men. 80% of those are between the age of 18 and 44. So we've got something really good lined up for you. If you're looking to make your business grow, we can certainly help you do that here at LockedOnThunder.com and the Locked On Thunder Network. Corey Brewer has been with Oklahoma City for two games and already he's one of the most popular players on this team because that's the way it works out. Guy signed, he's popular. If Thunder fans even remotely think he can possibly be an answer to spark something, they are going to love him. And a lot of Thunder fans would like to see him in the starting lineup. I don't agree with that. I think you leave it just the way it is. I don't think the Thunder need anything else to try and get used to with just a handful of games left to go in the season. But it is a realistic possibility. And I think if Billy Donovan does that, it's showing that he's desperate and that he might be out of answers to get this team going. Here is Billy Donovan talking about Corey Brewer, his role, and whether or not we could see Corey Brewer in that starting five. Um, obviously having Corey here, who's a veteran, he's a wing player, he's experienced, my feeling is you need to try to incorporate and utilize everybody on the roster you know, somehow. Now, 
to see how Corey incorporates with these guys. I don't know if the Portland game was a fair assessment, just one game, but I would say that the goal would be to get Corey more than 12 minutes a game. Now, whether that means starting him and coming off the bench, I'm not quite sure what's best because I don't have enough information to see him playing with those guys of what his role would be. Is he, would he be better for us in the second unit? Would he better be better for us starting? You know, would Josh be better in the second unit? Be better starting. Now, Josh has played some stuff, some in the second unit, but we've had him start some second quarters. But I think that's something we're going to have to figure out here on the fly a little bit. And I know there's not a lot of games left and a lot of time left to figure that out. But there may be some trial and error where you look at some things that may be good and you stick with it, maybe some things that aren't. But uh, my feeling would be to get Corey more playing time. But to say right now the goal is to start him or have him come off the bench, I, I don't know if I could say that. I, I don't know. I, I don't know that Billy Donovan wants to admit defeat. And, and to me, that is exactly what would be happening, is that you're admitting defeat, that you tried everything, nothing's working, here's the last-ditch effort. And in, in talking to a couple of people that shoot around today, what is this team going to have to do to turn around? There's there's still some optimism there about Oklahoma City being able to get more cohesive as you get closer to the playoffs. But but time is, is such of the essence that, I don't know, I, I don't share that same optimism. I really want to, but I got to see it first. And starting tonight against Phoenix is a great way to let us know that you've got it kind of figured out. I mean, after that loss to Houston, that that locker room was devastated. And I think finally reality sit in with a lot of guys on Oklahoma City about just how far away they are from being a championship contender. Because if we consider Houston to be a championship contender, Oklahoma City doesn't have an answer for them coming up in the postseason. Now, Andre Robertson... This is a guy we finally got a chance to talk to yesterday, sit down for 12 minutes to talk with the media. Very informative, very polite, very um, engaging. And engaging, well, that's what Andre Robertson wants to do. He wants to engage with his teammates. He wants to be focused on the game. So how difficult is the mental part of this? Here's Andre Robertson telling us about dealing with being out and not being able to be with his team. Oh, uh, it's definitely the mental part. Um... You know, staying positive. Um, just tell yourself, you know, day by day, get through it, and um, you know, just grind it out. You know, I try to find things that kind of help me get 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 the time pass, and especially uh, through the pain stages, uh, which were which were the worst times by, by far. Um, but yeah, uh, mental part for sure. Staying positive. Uh, just trying to stay engaged with the team and my guys. I'm just watching the game and kind of helping any way I can um, and still trying to be a part of the team, um, which is easy but hard at the same time. But, yeah, mental is definitely hard. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am your host, Eric G. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day. Coming up in segment number three in the Locked on Thunder podcast, what does Pat Patterson, Patrick Patterson, have to say about Kobe Bryant Winning an Oscar. You're not going to want to miss it. Stick around. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? 
Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Business owners, email David Locke at D-Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com. David Locke is the owner and proprietor of the Locked On Podcast Network. He also owns Locked On Thunder. And hey, David, I want to thank you for letting me do this. 98% of the folks that listen to this show are men. 80% of those are between the age of 18 and 44. And if that's what you're looking for to help your company, well, then you need to be a part of Locked On Thunder. So email David Locke. He will steer you in the right direction and we can help you with your business start to grow. It's Locked On. It's the Locked On Thunder podcast. It's the Locked On Thunder network. David Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com. Ask him about our very reasonable rates. The Phoenix Suns in town tonight face the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're coming off a 125-103 loss to the Miami Heat. Tyson Chandler did play in that game. He had been suffering some neck spasms. It'll be interesting to see if he plays tonight. If he doesn't, that's certainly something Oklahoma City can take advantage of. I'd like to see Oklahoma City hit Steven Adams a lot more in the second half. They do a great job of hitting him in the first. Keep feeding that guy. He eats it up in the paint. I think he's, he, if he's not the toughest center in the league, he's certainly one of the toughest centers in the league. So if Tyson Chandler's not there, take advantage of that. Now, as far as this quick turnaround, I think it does benefit Oklahoma City. You've seen him once. I think the worst thing that could have happened to the Phoenix Suns is Oklahoma City got absolutely drilled by Houston. So the Thunder are going to want to get that bad taste out of their mouth. And tonight they go in and attack Phoenix. And you may actually see Oklahoma City play as close to a complete 48 minutes tonight as we've seen them play all year long. And don't be surprised if you get two really good performances from Oklahoma City, not only tonight, but Saturday night when the San Antonio Spurs are in town. Let's talk a little bit about Alex Sabrinas right now. It's a guy that didn't get to play at all in the last game against Houston. Alex, we've seen him struggle defensively this year. Offensively, he's been extremely inconsistent. His nickname for me is the microcosm. Because if you look at Alex Sabrinas, that will tell you exactly what the Oklahoma City Thunder are this year. Watch Alex Sabrinas' play and you can sort of Look at the Thunder's play and and compare the two. But anyway, with Alex Sabrinas, here's what I would say about this guy. I think he's suffering from some of the same situations that Anthony Morrow is, is that he got yo-yoed in and yo-yoed out of a lineup. And thus, he was never able to develop a bit of a rhythm. I will also say that for a guy like Anthony Morrow, you're a professional and you need to be ready to go. And Alex Sabrinas pretty much said that today as well. You gotta learn. Uh, I've been through this position for a long time, so I'll bet just gotta uh, find your ways. Uh, just cheer for the team uh, on the timeouts. Just stretch, move a little bit. Uh, 
solvers we're ready on timeouts uh, also uh, focus on what's uh, what's the coach saying uh, find some ways uh. it's sort of that conundrum billy donovan wants consistency and that's when he starts to trust you to put you out on the floor he needs to know that you can do your job and when you don't give it you get benched but if you get benched and you don't get the opportunity to play then you can't become consistent so you're since you're, you're you're sort of going around in circles and unfortunately for Alex Sabrinas there there aren't any easy answers whether you were coming back from injury or whether you just had a bad year whatever you've done has put Billy Donovan in a situation where the trust just isn't there and he's not going to run you out there every single game you have to start producing and you've got to start producing now it would be nice to see Alex Sabrinas actually give us a performance the way that he did a couple of weeks ago where you see him block, you see him all over the court, you see that confidence in his shot. Maybe tonight we see Alex Sabrinas play a good amount of minutes and he is that guy, but I think for us to bank on that, probably not the wisest thing to do. As far as Patrick Patterson goes, and I realize that's a crummy transition, but as far as Patrick Patterson goes, this is a very interesting dude. He's got way more interest than just playing basketball. This is a guy that wants to eventually write movies, direct movies. He wants to go the way of Kobe Bryant. So today, Eric Horn of the Oklahoman asked him what he thought of The Shape of Water winning the best picture. I wouldn't use the word comfortable. Uh, that I want Shape of Water to win, though. I want Lady Bird to win. Uh, on top of that, I want to get out to win Jordan Peele. Um, but Shape of Water won. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't much worse to win. Uh, you happy with Jordan Peele getting uh, best uh, screenwriter? Yeah, uh, definitely. That uh, was well-deserved for him. Uh, same thing with Kobe. I thought those were uh, well-deserved awards. They worked hard for it. Um, their short films and their movie was phenomenal. They did a great job with it, so I thought it was well-deserved. More importantly for Patrick Patterson, here's what he had to say about Kobe Bryant winning an Oscar. Uh, pretty much just shows what we're all capable of. Not only basketball players, not only athletes, but just people in general. If you put your mind to something, if you have a passion towards it, if you put everything that you have for it, into it, anything's possible. Kobe's proved that on and off the court with basketball and anything he's done in his life. And then now accomplishing something that not many have done. You know, people in that world, in the movie world, who are trying to get an Oscar in that field haven't done it. Here comes Kobe, and he does it. So it's, it's a huge accomplishment for him, but also for people who are trying to do something that people feel like they can't do. Very inspirational. Patrick Patterson didn't seem too upset today that he wasn't going to be the first NBA player or former NBA player to win an Oscar. And I asked him, you know, championship or Oscar, which would be bigger? He said championship right now. He said he hadn't won the championship yet, so that would definitely be big to him. And I'm wishing Patrick Patterson all the luck in the world. One of the easiest guys to talk to from the Oklahoma City Thunder. And he hasn't got his screenplay greenlit yet. But he feels like it's a matter of time. And I just wonder what Patrick Patterson would write about. Is he a guy that would just go strictly life experiences and tell us about all those which are very unique and only to him? Or does he show us that creative mind and go down that road of fiction? Either way, I'm fascinated. I'm rooting for Patrick Patterson. And I'll be the first in line to buy a ticket 
once he makes his premiere or debut in Hollywood. This has been the Locked on Thunder podcast for Thursday. Coming up tomorrow on Friday's show, we'll talk about this game with the Phoenix Suns tonight and where the Thunder are. And hopefully we're talking about a very healthy Oklahoma City Thunder. And then there is this game with the San Antonio Spurs coming up on Saturday night in primetime. Can Oklahoma City take advantage of a banged-up essay? If you're a business owner and you're looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44, then become an advertiser here at the Locked on Thunder podcast. 98% of the folks that listen to this podcast are men. 80% of those are between the age of 18 and 44. And we would certainly love to have your business. It's the Locked on Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Thunder network. Remember, in the immortal words of Rush, it's not how fast you can go. The force goes into the flow. Thank you very much for listening to Locked on Thunder. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 